It is good to be back for a second time tonight. <laughs> Joined remotely today by my co-host David Hastings. And uh, the reason he is remote today is because he is with uh, one of our good buddies and the uh, co-host who I took over for at SportsZone um, prior to this this new channel, Die on This Hill. Mr. Joey D'Alessandro, a.k.a. Joey Balls, here in, uh, not in studio today, but here with us. I'm hoping to have him in studio very soon. Happy to have you both with me today. How you guys doing? Well, I will, I, I, I'll, I'll try to motivate Joey to go there. You're much better at remembering it record. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I got it right this time. Yeah, so you, we got that going for him. Uh, but, too funny, too funny. Uh, happy to still be here with you, my friend. <laughs> get ready to rock and roll and, and see where this takes us. Speaking of rocking it and rolling, I don't know if you guys checked out the Duke game this past weekend against Wake Forest. And even if you didn't, you probably heard something about it. There was a court storming, Wake Forest unranked, trying to get in the tournament. Uh, Joe Lombardi's last team out, uh, according to going into that game. Um, they upset number eight Duke, rushed the court, and a little bit of chaos ensued. I don't know if you guys took notice of it, but uh, yeah. Looking looking for opinions, because that's what we're here to do on Die on this Hill. Give our opinions. So let me hear it. Court storming. You for it? Against it? Where you at? For it. All the way, Eric. Thank you very much, by the way, for having me on. Truly appreciate it. But I'm totally for it. There's no way to stop it, in my opinion. How are you going to stop it? Uh, you're going to get extra security to, to stop a mob of people being super excited that our team just beat a ranked team it's it's not gonna happen so uh i've heard suggestions about possibly putting a clock and maybe there's like a countdown before you uh you storm the court but i'm all in favor of storming the court there has not been many injuries over the years thank god knock on wood with all these storm with all these uh court stormings so, I'm in favor of them. Sign me up. All right. Uh, well, that being said, did you have any issue with uh, the Duke player getting, I'm going to put in quotations here, hurt on the court with it happening? No. It doesn't happen. It's happened how many times? I would say extremely rarely. And there's how many court stormings a year? Um, so no, there's no issue in my opinion. I'm good. All right, Dave, any, any thoughts? I mean, I, I will, I will say this. It, it, you never want to see a guy get hurt. Um, and you know, there's a part of me that kind of sits here and says, Hey, like, yeah, let the kids be able to run onto the court, but let the, you know, players get off the court. And I mean, when you're in a close game that ends up being an upset and you're on, you know, you're at home, like, I don't know how you're supposed to do that. Cause to me, the second that buzzer goes off, the jubilation kicks in and it, yeah, it's like, it's like a, 
the gun for like a, a swim meet or for a horse race or something. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it just means go. Um, and the excitement and, and the happiness, you know, you went to this game all amped up, drunk as fuck, most likely, you know, trying to get, you know, get your opportunity to, to watch your team upset a ranked team. And then, you know, if they lose no skin off your back is they, you know, run up against a really good team. So, I mean, uh, it, it, it's a weird, weird, weird spot for me because I do, I do not want to see people get hit, hurt. But when I, if it's all when it's all said and done, I just don't know how you stop it. So I, I don't think there is something you can do to stop it. And I also think it takes, it does take something away from the game, the college game. Well, here, here's my thoughts on it. One, I'm with you guys where. You can't stop it. It's something fun. Fans are jazzed up. You know, it. my problem with it is this. Why is it happening so often? Like, because to be honest, this was an upset, sure. But not the world's biggest upset. This wasn't Appalachian State beating Michigan. This isn't, you know, uh, uh, something like, like unheard of. This is... This isn't the 0-16 Lions win- winning the you know a game. This is this is just a game. And like, yes, I understand fans can get excited, but the only issue I have with it is Wake Forest. You should be a little bit better than that. You know, you, you did. You have had some pretty damn good players come through Wake Forest. Not like Wake Forest is a nobody. Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan, like they're not nobodies. Like. So I, I look at it and I say, why? Like, did they have to storm the court? No. Am I opposed to court storming? No. I agree with you guys. In certain circumstances, one million percent, you should be bum rushing the court and having fun. And most of the time, it's just kids with their cell phones in the air and trying to take a video so that they can say they were on the court and they could post it on their social media somewhere and try to get a you know a million hits. That. That that that's really all they're trying to do. So I get that, but my issues with it are twofold. One, Wake Forest and their fans have to be better than that. You're better than that. You've had better players. You've 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 been at the top stages. You've you're not a nobody program. So and you've beat Duke. Like you play Duke all the time. It's not like you you beat the number one C, you know number one team in the country, but you you never play them. Like you know, it's but, not like USC I- was number one and you went out to USC and beat them. Like that to me is different. So I have a problem with Wake Forest because, one, I think their fans should have been a little bit better. But, two, my bigger issue is with the kid Mike, and, again, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name because I know I'm going to screw it up. But (laughs) he ran on the court. Or, no, he was on the court. Everybody's bum-rushing. I get that. I get you're in defense mode. But he tried, from the video I saw, looked like he intentionally tried to trip and push somebody. Once that happens, all bets are off. And guess what? If you had a knee injury, maybe you shouldn't have stuck your leg out to try and trip somebody. So, and that that knee injury that was supposedly bad, that he had to, like, get some help to get off the court, and then all of a sudden it's not so bad, and it's like, you know, he's not really injured, to be honest. And I hate to say that because, I, I, you know, I don't want to say that somebody's not hurt. And, again, if he is hurt, to me, it's his own damn fault. Like, Yes, you were on the court, but you could have done a better job of shielding yourself and getting off the court. And instead, you were probably a little bit frustrated because you just got beat and these people are bum rushing and they're all happy and you're not. 
So you tried to take a little bit of aggression out and you ended up getting hurt. That that to me is instant karma. That to me is a Taylor Swift song. That that is some karma right there. <laughs> I'm gonna find a way to work Swifties into every show, I swear. <laughs> look, I look, I'll say this, man. I get where you're coming from. Like I I'm with you with the with the kid from Duke. Like I that I mean, it doesn't help that I, I don't like Duke, Duke as a team, and I was happy to see him lose, but whatever. Anyway, um, the other, to me, the, the thing is, though, like, I don't think the Wake Forest students did anything bad. Like, like Joey pointed out, they were they were being looked at as the one of the last teams out, not in. And a win against the right team increases your chances of getting in and that's huge. And that, I think that's more. Is that court storming huge though? I mean, they're unranked. You beat the number eight team in the country. I mean, yeah. What are, what are we to say? Like, what's court storming and, worthy or not? You Eric, know? I, I, I got to point this out too, right? Like you said, Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan went to Wake Forest. That's, that's, that's awesome. great. Most of these kids at that school weren't even born when Tim Duncan was playing at Wake Forest. They're 18 to 22 year olds. So, I mean, Dwayne Wade, they saw maybe the end, like the, it's the a end power of five team from a, you know, it's a, like, they're, they're not nobody's, though, is what I'm trying to get across. Like, I get it that they're not the greatest sports school out there, but uh, it would be the same that, like, if Seton Hall they're, were to upset Duke, I wouldn't well, expect Seton Hall to rush to court. Sports that are just as, up there with the Wake Forest and whatnot. I, I'm just, there's a lot of schools that do it. Oh, I, I agree with you. And I, I agree, but I, that's where I'm saying is I think it's just gone a little too far with everybody being excited. And I get that they're excited and the kids are excited and everybody's excited. But I think that that excitement, they need to take that to the streets. They need to take that to the bars. They need to take that elsewhere. It doesn't necessarily need to be on the court. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can you, you could be excited and party without having, like, and to me, it's a little more fun when you do it at the bar afterwards and sit down the court where you can, you're not getting served any drinks. So, I, to me, I just think that there's better ways that you could celebrate some wins. I don't think every win has to be a court storm. And every time you beat a ranked team, it has to be a court storm. If you're not a ranked team, like, you know, there's only 25 officially ranked teams. So, you know, 25 out of what? 150 schools or 140 something schools, whatever it is, you know, in, in division one, I, I don't know. I, I just think that it's, uh, you know, to me it matters more and I understand it more when a team like Appalachian State goes into Michigan and beats them and then, you know, storms the field or when certain things happen and, you know, I, I get it in certain occasions. I just think it's happening too often. And that's my okay, point so is I'm not against it. I'm just against, you know, certain programs. So I think you should have a little more class. Eric, let me ask you then. Um, would you have a suggestion as to what the crowd could do with their excitement in that moment. Um, uh, would a countdown, I, I've heard some sports and analysts say maybe a countdown would be okay before the court storm to get people off the court. Yeah. Or... I think if you gave them a 10 second countdown, cause you should be able to get your ass off. My fat ass can get off the court in 10 seconds. I think you're. I think you should be able to get off the court. So if they did and you lose 
and they told the crowd, because I honestly think the crowd would wait. If you told them 10 seconds, you guys can go wild. They're probably going to wait that 10 seconds. So I, okay. I, you know, I think most people would be abiding to that. So I, I'm, I'm for a plan of that nature. I don't think you can make it 30 seconds a minute. I just think people's excitement is going to get too much. And like you said, you yeah, can't stop 10,000 people with 30 security guards and, you know, 15 cops it's just never gonna happen like you're never gonna you know and i'm sure i'm off on the numbers there with security and police but still it's way more students than it is them and to try and control a crowd like that i get is very difficult and nobody wants it to turn ugly so they try to do their best job of making sure everybody stays safe but i think something like a 10 second timer or Something that, like, if it comes up, you know, maybe during the last timeout, you know, because there's always timeouts during the last two minutes, whether it's for TV or whether it's for, you know, from one of the teams taking it. Why not flash something up on the Jumbotron? Yeah, every arena's got one now. Put it up there and say, you know, if, you know, if, you know, Wake Forest wins, you know, but, uh, you know, you know, wait for the countdown or something. And, you know, this way it'll at least alerts the fans. Oh, my God. All right. And then they get pumped for something at least, you know. But again, I don't think you can make it that long. And I think 10 seconds is more than fair to get your loser asses off the court. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I it's just that 10 second. I mean, that buzzard is buzzer is like, go. So, I mean, that, that would take some training, and I don't know, man. You might have to penalize the people to, to find a way to make that actually really work. But I think That's most fun. people, now granted, you're always going to have a few bad apples. You're always going to have people who buck the system and, you know, think that they you, they could do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, and that's what they're going to do. But for the majority of students and the majority of people out there, I think that if you ask something reasonable of them, and I think 10 seconds is reasonable— I think most reasonable people would abide by it. And you could weed out the ones who don't. Because the ones who don't and rush early, guess what? Then you guys are the ones who get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, I mean, if you had the, you know, random idiot or two that went out there before the timer, I mean, that well, I can't very, definitely catch, catch that. Exactly. I think it helps to police the crowd. And then, then you're getting the troublemakers out of the way early. So, but again, this goes for uh, anything, you know, uh, but I understand. And like you guys said, these kids are excited. They want to get out there. I just think that they're not a safer way of doing it, but just a better way of doing it. And a there's sometimes I just wish that fans would put into perspective the win too, because yes, beating Duke is big. Yes. It gives you a chance to get in the tournament now, because now instead of being one of the first teams out, you're probably one of the last teams in. I get that. But to me, just merely winning a game that helps you get into the NCAA tournament, isn't a big enough reason to storm. And I just hope that fans take a minute to understand the circumstances and, you know, I know I'm asking too much, but I just wish they would take a little bit more and look at the picture as a whole and the perspective and 
realized, ah, maybe, maybe we don't need to do that today. Maybe we go and, you know, grab a drink instead. Maybe, you know, because to me, as much fun as it would be to run on the court after the game, it'd be just as much fun to stone cold slam some beers together and pour them all over myself. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I would actually really love to run out onto the floor after an awesome win. <laughs> I think that would be so much fun. Well, but you do that, and by the time you get to the bar and find me, I'm gonna be wasted already. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be three sheets in a win by the time you get there. <laughs> oh shoot, that's funny, man. Uh, yeah, speaking of something else that's really funny. And I know we're going to talk a lot of baseball this season, uh, especially me and Joey, whether we're taxing back and forth or hoping to get him here in studio with me. But until then, and I know, Dave, you're not the biggest baseball guy, but I think everybody's got an opinion on this. I mean, got to bring it up. Got to do it. I mean, it is. uh, Yeah. You mean redo it? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm sorry, I had to. No, no, it's, a, it's okay. It, it, it is my knuckleheaded news of the week. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you know, we that gotta we, we gotta talk some 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 baseball jerseys. You know what I mean? Because with the season fast with the season fast approaching. Uh, I am just absolutely floored that Fanatics came up with these uniforms. Uh, don't you I, love them, Eric? I, I, you know, I probably don't love them as much as my wife does, but I definitely uh, don't like them at all. Everything from the lettering to the numbering is smaller. Um, uh, apparently, there's less cloth too because you, the pants that you, you might as well not even be wearing them. They're 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 practically see through. You know, looks like you can see where you've tucked in your shirt. You can tell what kind of you know what, what, what you're packing underneath. It's it's quite the show they're trying to give. I know they ha- they call it MLB the show, but I think that that's a game and not necessarily <laughs> real life. <laughs> I think they. Uh, they went a little too far with this year. And then the fact that there's not not even that the, the pants are so absurd because one up until that this year, all pants used to be tailored. So every player would have their pants tailored to them. This year is the first year ever that they are not tailoring the players' pants and you fit into four categories of pants. And they have that four categories you could fit in but based on your body type. And those are the pants you get. Not only that. But they have a shortage on those pants. So some teams are still wearing last year's pants. So it's it's a bit of a like funky conundrum they got going on here with the with these these uniforms. I'm not sure what's going on, but for a company as big as Fanatics, you would think that they would have this stuff a little more under control. Yeah, it's it's um it's not a good look. Um and uh I really don't think it's it's something that they should be proud of in any form or fashion. Well, I mean, some I guys say, might be proud. But. Uh, oh, wait, wait. If some players and teams are getting to wear the old pants because there's a shortage of the pants, like, why don't players just elect and say, hey, I'll give my pants to a guy with the same body type as me on the other team, and I'll wear last year's pants. 
Because that would be me. I'd be like, I'm not wearing these stupid fucking things. No. I, I picture you'd be the first one jumping in them. I mean, I, I have a nice ass, so I mean, it might work, but... I'm 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 not I'm a I'm a white Irishman. I I'm not I'm not walking around with anything too impressive. So yeah, I don't need, what do you, need that. What do you what do you think about and Joy? What do you think about um, the fact that it, it seems like for a company as big as Fanatics, for a company that's as, as entrenched in the sports world as they are, pretty much involved in every major sports league, even going to be doing the NHL's jerseys next season. Um, yeah, it worries me that it seems like they just keep going cheaper and cheaper with not only the material and the fabric. And I get it that Nike designed them. Nike came up with it. It's supposed to be more breathable, more wearable, more, you know, a little softer, a little, you know, George Costanza, Seinfeld-esque, you know, <laughs> changes this year. But it just... It doesn't seem to be working. And it seems to be not only causing a riff with the players having to wear it but with the fans having to buy it because these jerseys aren't cheap you're looking at three four hundred dollars for the most expensive tier one then you're looking about anywhere between two and three for the mid tier one and about a hundred dollars for the lowest one um used to be that the first two tiers were at least had sewn on patches sewn on numbers like there was there was some even on the second tier was more like an authentic jersey even though it wasn't the most expensive one still felt like it still had like that said that stitching now even that mid-tier one has just ironed on stuff it's and not only that but the 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 numbers i think are almost half the size and the lettering is almost half the size why would a company as big as Fanatics that makes as much money as Michael Rubin makes, it make, it does as much as he does, why cheap out on something like this, especially when the fans are your bread and butter? Is it just because they've gotten too big and now they're trying to take advantage? Like, I don't understand what is happening here because, to me, if you are going to be the exclusive, you know, brand that is making these jerseys for pretty much almost every sports league out there now, you would think that they would do a better job. And I just, I wonder, do you do you think it's a money grab? Do you think they're trying to cheap out just to, to make more money on this stuff? Or do you think that there's a viable reason that this stuff just isn't what it used to be? Well, in my unprofessional opinion, <laughs> um, Fanatics is a business and MLB hit them up wanting to do this. They came to an agreement. So I feel like it's MLB who's cheapening everything, not fanatics. They're pleasing, you know, the customer. So I can see MLB cheap being cheap, man. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it. Um, but I think it's quite hysterical that nobody noticed the see-through with the pants that you could see where the Jersey uh, is tucked in. Uh, the famous Yamamoto and Otani photo when they're in their Dodger <laughs> uniforms. It's it's embarrassing for, for baseball. It, it honestly is. And whoever approved this, whether it was MLB or somebody at Fanatics, needs to be fired because they, these, these are, are ridiculously looking uniforms. And please go back to Nikes and whatever they had that last year because they were way better. 
Well, it's still Nike. Nike still made these jerseys. They they were the ones. It's just Fanatics is actually producing them. So, like, they're made in, like, the Fanatics places. But these jerseys were actually designed by Nike. It's like the NHL jerseys. The NHL jerseys are actually designed by, I think, Reebok right now. And Fanatics is just taking over the processing and distribution for Reebok. Like, it's still going to be Reebok who designs them but it's going to be fanatics who makes them. Whoever, whoever was in charge of this definitely failed. I will just say that. (laughs) But I wonder if it's a fail or if it's a money grab. And to me, I look at it as I don't think they failed. I think they got what they intended, but I just didn't think they were intending this kind of backlash because they thought maybe they'd hear a little bit from the, the fans, they didn't realize how much they'd be hearing from the players. And to be honest, fans won't move the needle on this. Players will. Because why, why, it's like it's like it's like when the they... NBA it's like when the NBA tried to switch to that synthetic ball. And then like the players hated it so much that what was it didn't even last two two months, two weeks, and they were back to the other ball. Because as much as the NBA wanted to push this thing, if the players don't like it, the players really do run the show. And that's where I think they can make the difference in changing these jerseys. I just want to know why then when they're making these uniform changes, why don't they have like how Mike Trout and Aaron Judge go with them through the process and say, hey, this feels good. This feels right. Uh, We need a little more stretchy here or here or whatever. You know what I mean? Just so they can make it right the first time. I'm with you. And I think a big problem with the pants, though, is they went away from the tailoring. Because to be honest, you could try to put everybody into four categories, but let's be honest, there's a lot more than four different sized people out there. And, you know, everybody's packing different junk in the trunk. So, like me, I have absolutely no ass. Like, my ass fucking flat. Like, you could uh, literally, like, a shelf just drops off my back. Like, you, you, nothing's there. You know, but it, at the same so I would probably need my pants tailored differently than Dave would. You know, or, you know, I would need, you know, so you can't just put people in a general box. And I think that's part of the problem here, especially with the pants. So I think that that's an easy fix for them because they could easily go back to tailoring the pants. This is more and more, this sounded more and more to of me of MLB being cheap. They didn't want to tailor every single person's thing. So let's get make it a little cheaper and now you got four categories this is mlb this is not fanatics it's not nike this is mlb cheapening everything interesting so you think it's just kind of like an f you to the fans but then it kind of just or you know money grab money grab to the fans and then just it affected the players or you think they didn't even think that far no i just think that they're not a popular sport they don't make a lot of money Mm. i understand they make probably hundreds of millions of dollars, but that's hundreds of millions compared to what the NBA and the NFL make. They make billions. No, I think the MLB makes some billions. Uh, Granted, definitely not as much as football and not as much as basketball, but it is the third highest sport in America. It is more world. It is a more worldwide sport than even football is. So it is big in Japan. It is big in China. It is big in like the Dominican and uh, like a lot of places. So, I would push back a little bit and say the MLB is doing just fine money-wise. I hear what you're saying, though. They're still third tier. They're still third behind the NBA and the NFL. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I said, it's my un, it's my unprofessional opinion. All <laughs> makes billions, but probably like a third of what the NFL makes at best. At best, probably because the the NFL, Dave. I don't know if you remember, but years and years ago, we talked about the NFL wanting to be like a twenty-seven billion dollar industry. They were at like nine. They wanted to triple it and go up to twenty-seven. Um, I think they're probably close to twenty now a year. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have any official numbers, but I would. I wouldn't put it shy of seventeen to twenty. Dude, that pe- that Peacock, the deal with Peacock to stream one game was like over $400 million. Yeah, and you're going to see what? a lot more streaming coming to playoffs and not just in what football, but I think you're going to see it a lot more in, because, I mean, you're talking the, I think it's like, what, Warner Brothers? There's a few different companies out there that are trying to get together to come up with one, like a sports streaming network, too. So like you're yep. you're gonna see a yep. lot more going to streaming in the next ten years or so, unfortunately, because I didn't watch the game on Peacock because I didn't have Peacock. You gotta get that cock, Eric. No, I'm I'm out. I, to be honest, I got enough streaming services. I, I I I like streaming services, but I got enough of them. How many can you watch? You can't watch them all at once. So then I just feel like I'm all wasting right. money. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like I get it that they're not all that expensive, but. Every now and then they start to add up when you don't watch it for three months, but you paid for it for three months. You know, it's like, uh, did I really need that? That's true, Eric. That's true. But definitely more, more and more going to streaming. But either way, I'll be interested to see if these MLB uniforms even make the season because I have a feeling that Fanatics and the MLB are going to have to do something to at least make the players happy. Even if they don't do anything on the fan side with those jerseys and the fans get what the fans get when we order jerseys on, you know, through them. Players, right. You gotta, because if they don't feel right, then nothing's going to feel right. You know? (laughs) So, but yeah, that's pretty much the story there. Trying to see if there's <laughs> anything else. I mean, I don't got anything else for you, but I don't know if you guys got anything for me. I just enjoy having both of you on. Uh, I am I'm so happy to hear Joey. I've been trying to text and talk with Joey a little bit here and there to get him on, and I'm thankful to Dave tonight for uh, being able to grab him for a few minutes and get him on here, and I'm hoping we do a lot more baseball and a lot more just uh, talking in general in the near future. Definitely, my man. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much, Eric. Ah, no problem. No problem. Eric. Yeah. So, die, die on this hill question. Do we have one before we wrap? Die on this hill question. Let's think about this for a second. So we could do a poll. We could do a poll with the... Wake Forest one, because I think I could do something with, you know, what do you think about, you know, different ways to regulate? I could do something there, I think. And as far as a question of the week, I think the question of the week is got to be, what's your opinion? I want to hear everybody's opinion. I mean, that's what we're here to do is give our opinion. That that That's that's literally what this channel stands for, die on this hill. It is, it is for standing on an opinion. I want people to stand on this opinion. What do they think of these new Nike MLB uniforms made by Fnatic? I want to know. That, that's the real poll question of the week. Because to be honest, to us, they're utterly ridiculous. 
to uh, the women out there. They're telling us to shut up. Um, and yeah, then there's everybody else in between. So I want to know what hill they die on. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, that 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 definitely could work for me this week. I, I think it should be more on the um, side of can they, should they, are they, that's what it should be. Will these new uniforms be the uniforms all the teams wear on opening day? Done. I like it. That's a, that's a yes or no question, and that's what people from polls like to have. Um, and if, if you want my answer, and I get the feeling we're, we're all going to agree on this one, but I do believe that these uniforms do not make it to opening day. Agreed. I'm going to agree and disagree at the same time. I think the only thing that... No, I'm going to agree because it's a change no matter what. So if it's a change, it's a change. But I think the pants are getting tailored. So I think they're going to have to make that change. Yeah, I can see them doing something with the pants and keeping the jerseys. All right. Then there we go. So, yeah. Let's die on this hill, baby. Oh, I'm glad we got a show in this week, Derek. My bad about yesterday. I had uh, uh, one of my employees uh, left the left the company, and I was a little shocked by it. it. Really threw me off. So it was actually a good. It was a friend of mine, so I was a little shocked. Sure, blame the employee. Yeah, well, I, I mean, he could blame me too. I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I just didn't want to work with that Dave no more. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> was that, like a helium bug or no, something? Like a <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, you know what? I'm no longer glad we got a show in this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, bro. Well, I try. I try. And until next time, everybody, where can they find you? Dave, where can they find you? Uh, uh, David Hastings, 23 on F. And that's really the only thing I have for you because F. All right. And uh, hopefully we get Joey back again real soon. I'm your host, Eric Tressler. Uh, you can find me at The Living Legend on X. You can find me uh, at Dionys Hill on YouTube. Uh, Spotify, Apple, follow, comment, like, subscribe, and share the content if you like it. And until next time, die on this hill.